Speaking of form, uh, that's where we get your expert analysis of the trials and jump outs. And we're starting at Flemington with Immortal Star. Yeah, it was a, a really strong jump out. He potentially a good form line for the English banner at Mooney Valley on Saturday. Um, two of the market elects there, but it heads in this. And Immortal Star got the edge over Blue Allure. Um, Blue Allure was uh, quite good. Uh, that horse is about $7 on Saturday. It's jumped out well a couple of times. But Immortal Star was coming off a four-week gap uh, from its first jump out, which I thought was really good and uh, just did enough there. I think it's going to be one of the main chances there on Saturday and uh, she looks a big, strong, speedy type, as as was uh, the dad there, uh, I'm Immortal. So yeah. certainly in the mix on Saturday. So it's uh, if we have a look at the market, it's around about a $4.40 chance. And when we go through the trials, I'll get you to um, have a look at this English Banner race because it's... Uh, one where we need your full um, analysis of. It's a, a field of all debutantes. And yep. uh, there's a couple of emergencies that have been well spruiked in that race as well. So Mortal Star was in Heat 8. And uh, a Moneybags man that we love, Clint Hutchison's Munamek, looks like he could be back and ready to have a very nice campaign. Yeah, absolutely fine. Uh, Hutchie would have been buoyed by this. Uh, so, so would uh, Nick Ryan. Um Love the way this eight-year-old's come back into work. He's had the two jump-outs now. The first jump-out was quiet. It was in a fast heat. He sat out the back and just let the speed go and just did enough in that first one. And this one here, he just sat behind the speed in a fast heat and really uh, zoomed past them late on the line. So that's a similar jump-out to what he did before he went to Queensland and subsequently won that listed race up there, the quality handicap. So I think he's flying. Um, he, cert- he certainly doesn't know he's eight years old. And, um, he looks good. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, everything he touches turns to gold, Clint touches, and I, I just want to rub him for luck. So we'll, we'll watch <laughs> Munamex. He'll probably let you. <laughs> if you're on the dance floor, he will. Uh, uh, we'll wait for him to return. We then go to the Cranbourne jump outs, and uh, EJ, uh, not pinstriped, but you've got another horse we want to follow from the stable. Yeah, EJ, good luck to him. Uh, EJ, good luck to him on Saturday uh, too. His team's firing at present. Um a horse here in Heat 4, Vongalay, I thought jumped out really well. And again, another eight-year-old. Um, it was probably the stable mate Mutinous who took most of the attention. It's obviously a really fast horse, flew the gates and just wasn't stopped there, winning by a big margin, uh, ran fast time. But the stable mate Vongalay was out the back and he was absolutely travelling uh, in behind runners. He got to the outside and didn't have his race day winkers on. But, uh, gee, he looked good. And as did uh, another older horse in Hell Horson for the... Uh, Griffiths to Cox table. He was jog-trotting midfield and he might be one that could have another crack at the standish uh, over summer. Uh, in heat nine, you've got a two-year-old that we need to mark down from the May Eustace stable as well. Yeah, really impressive two-year-old. Uh, it's probably one of the best, uh, or most one I'm most excited about over the last couple of weeks. He's mm-hmm. an unraced two-year-old in the Murray and Eustace camp. Um, we highlighted him a fortnight ago. He was unnamed and he's got a name now, Odin's son, and he's taken on the older horses in this jump out. He's Going around in the Aussie Kier Silks, and Aussie uh, wasn't, I don't know if he's officially in the ownership, but uh, that might be, um, he might have jumped in lately. So he travelled in second position throughout. He was never off the bridle. Uh, he's a beauty, this guy. He's, um, he's got a little bit of size about him. And, you know, when they take on the older horses and measure up, it's always a really good sign. So I'm, I'm very confident he'll be super competitive uh, wherever he makes his debut. Yeah, we need to keep a good eye on that, uh, Odinson. So uh, the two year old Colt from. The Ma Eustace stable, we might see him uh, over Cup Week. We'll keep an eye out for that. And then Heat 13, uh, Chalton Lane is uh, another one that's been going really well. 
Certainly has. He's building a really good record and coming out of that Sydney stable. Um, he had been jumping out well here before he went and kicked off his Australian campaign up in Sydney and he snuck up there that day. I missed that. He opened $12. He started threes. They backed it and won very nicely. So uh, they got one over us there. But um, he did have a run down here in Melbourne where he's beaten by Reinberg narrowly and then went back up to Sydney. He's had a short freshen up from that last run. He sat back in the field here and he worked up the inside. He was way too good for his rivals there. He pricked his ears and it was a very soft jump out win on the line. So albeit against probably moderate opposition. So expected to do that. But uh, he's uh, freshened up nicely, Chorlton Lane. All right. So they're the ones to pop in the black book before I get your weekend selections. Let's let's go back and have a look at this half a million dollar Inglis banner race two at Mooney Valley on Saturday. And uh, we've spoken about... Uh, Immortal Star and also Blue Allure. We had J.D. Hayes on at the start of the program. He said, look, he can't split there two, Blue Allure and Bold Bastille. Bold Bastille's the other one that's uh, well in the market at $4. Were you impressed with what you saw from Bold Bastille as well? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was a good jump out. I don't I don't, I don't, think it was eye-catching by any means um, and did come out of a, a slow heat. So um, I've got a bit of a question mark on it. Um the one that I was really most keen on, as the market has been, Michael, was Blue Stratum, number 15. He's a blue point colt, and we've seen a few of these blue points trial up really strongly, but haven't been able to uh, get it done on race day. So that's going to be a, a query, but this just looks a real natural jump and run two-year-old. He's got really good gate speed. I think Damien Lane's a, a really key booking too. The Valley, 1,000 metres, we know where he's going to be. He should be out in front. And he's certainly the one to run down. So I've got it marked clearly on top. Yeah, the only problem is it's second emergency. So um, that's right. Yep. At this stage, it's probably going to struggle to get a run unless something goes wrong with a couple of these because all the connections uh, will want to be heading to the valley in a half a million dollar race with these two year olds. Uh, is there anything at a bit of value that uh, we might be able to have a little look at in that race as well? Yeah, I thought probably of, of the ones uh, that I've highlighted, I've highlighted four. Um, number 12, Hayasugi, um, is probably the best uh, uh, from a price perspective uh, for Clinton McDonald. She's had j- issues jumping from the barriers, um, but she's been improving uh, all the time at the jump outs, and um, she's finished off her work really strongly. She looked good against a horse that uh, we didn't get to see the other week, first settler, um, but the market was quite keen on for its debut. But um, Hayasugi's one that I think is probably, if she gets it right on the day, um, she can certainly finish off strongly. She's shown that in the jump out, so she really runs through the line. Yeah, good lead with James McDonald taking the ride on it as well. He can currently get around about $8.50. Cox Plate, who are you uh, on in the Cox Plate, do you think, this Saturday? No, I find it incredibly hard, Michael. Um, For that reason, I'm I'm, I'm going the safe option with Mr Brightside just Mm. because I know what, we know what we're going to get, don't we? He... He's, well, he's an incredibly tough horse. He loves it at Mooney Valley, where he's three from four. Um, there's cushion in the track after the wild weather this week. That suits. Um, he's going to get a low draw, so he's going to get a beautiful run. Uh, look, maybe is he stretched at the end of 2000? That's my query. Um, but, uh, gee, I think he's going to be in the mix. And also, he's had a heavy schedule, hasn't he? He's, he was up and going early, and then he went to Sydney. Um, the track was probably too firm in Sydney, but comes back to the Moody Valley where he absolutely loves it. And if he's freshened up and ready to go, uh, I think he's a great chance. He's going to get a soft run, isn't he? Every favour from mm. gate two. And you're getting $6.50 each way to to find out, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. The one that I think the biggest query around uh, is Fangirl. Um, 
I never, I never expected to see her on a Cox Plate, and that's why I'm really curious to how she's going to go on Saturday. And obviously in the Master Trainers Camp, Chris Waller, and did defeat Mr. Brightside up in Sydney last start. Um, so yeah, it's the query runner for me. Yep, eight dollars. Uh, it's such a wide open Cox Plate this year. It's great to see. Uh, such depth in the race. All right, outside of those features, um, where are we having a play this weekend? Uh, yes, um, Friday Mornington, race two, number 11, Rich and Joyful uh, for the key stable. Has uh, trialled up well. Was scratched at the gates at a, a recent start at Pakenham. So um, gets another chance at Mornington tomorrow. I think it's a good race for it. And one at uh, Moody Valley tomorrow night, I think um, probably the best roughie of the weekend is race eight, number two, Wisaka, who was formerly trained by Mike Moroni, now with Aaron Purcell, and has jumped out well on a number of uh, occasions out in the Western Districts and has uh, a win at Moody Valley, albeit over 2,000 metres, over, first up over a mile tomorrow night, but he might just give us a sight from the uh, wide gate. $41, Glenn. Yeah, I, I thought it was over, so... Might be uh, one to spec there. At least put it in your quaddy. All right. So race eight, number two, was Sarka at the Valley tomorrow night, forty-one dollars, uh, and it's paying nine dollars the place. And then tomorrow at Mornington, markets aren't out, uh, but race two, number eleven, from uh, the Ken and Casey Keys stable, who are just going so well, uh, rich and joyful. Uh, Glenn, you have a great weekend. Uh, good luck on the punt. Good on you, Michael. Thank you. Cheers.